0: Hello and welcome. It's Day One Patch Podcast, episode two hundred and eighty-two. I
1: thought you were going to say episode two from the bunker or something.
0: It is technically episode two from the bunker. Uh, that's Matt Lawrence bit, speaking. Eh? I'm uh, I'm your host, Ryan Johnson. Um, how you doing, Matt? How you holding up?
1: Doing all right. Um, I'm noticing that I'm starting to go a little loony. Uh, I'm starting to go. I'm starting to go a little loony. I'm starting to lose track of the days. I'm also starting to... I'm also starting to lose track of time as a general concept. So there's times now where I've been wide awake just watching TV thinking it's maybe... Because I'm a bit of a night owl. So I'm thinking like, oh, it's 1 or 2 a.m. And it's like 6 in the morning, 7 in the morning. Oh, it's wow. It's like, whoa, what the hell? Like, it's just it's just all gone. It's all gone on me. Yeah. It's weird. Uh I think it's because I haven't left the home and so I'm not really seeing like the day the day night cycle too much and uh, I've only left the home for essentials so I'm like scared to see other people. It's pretty it's pretty weird. It's pretty weird I'm out st- there.
0: I'm still working like Monday through Thursday, but it's it's even then time still feels irrelevant. It's like just this, the structure of the week seems irrelevant.
1: That's the... Yeah, so that's the weird thing. So, like, I'm I'm still able to work fully. Like, I've always worked from home. Mm-hmm. My job's all digital. My job's online. Literally, it's to make websites and stuff, like, stuff related to that. So, I'm quite literally totally untouched, pretty much, by this in terms of, like, what I can and can't do work-wise. But it's just a matter of... I just, like, work these weird hours now because I just don't know... I don't ever know what time it is. So I think yesterday, I tuned into... So, I've started The Simpsons, actually. And... um. I booted up. I booted up a couple episodes, and I remember I, I I wasn't digging the first season. So you guys gave me a curated list. So I watched a couple episodes over the past couple of days, and then yesterday I went to go boot up another one. Like I'd watch one or two, and I went to go boot up another one, not realizing that it, it was five in the morning.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> and it's
1: weird because I'm I'm not. I think it might be because I'm sitting so much, maybe, and so I'm I don't realize I never realize like what. There's no, there's no structure to my day mm-hmm. other than like, I know at one point during the day, I'm going to be working at another point, I'm probably going to be playing a video game or watching TV. And then another point of the day, I'm going to be watching, or I'm going to be going to sleep. So yeah. those like three things, three, four things, because sometimes there's a little bit like a little different, like maybe I have to get groceries that day. So then you panic the whole, the whole afternoon, but, right. but short of those, you know, three, four things I have to do, as long as they get done in, in a 24 hour period the actual day night cycle is irrelevant. Which is really weird.
0: It must be weird. Um they do these like tests on people every now and then, um where they lock out they put you in a room basically with no sunlight whatsoever. You know? And like your body kinda loses track of 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 time. Um it's it's really really strange how much we rely on the sun.
1: It, it it's certainly strange because like, I don't, I don't have, like, where I sleep, I have, like, blackout curtains, because I'm, like, my window is facing, I guess it'd be east, Like window's facing east, so I would have, like, sun barreling in, so I always, I have blackout curtains, and then I, and then my office is in a basement, so then I'm, so I'm not really working with any light, short of, you know, grabbing some food or something like that, and seeing, like, the outside through windows, I don't really see, I don't really see the day or night. It's 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 really weird, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Man, if I if I had a bunch of money, you know what I would want to do is like in my basement in my house, I'd want to make fake windows and have like projectors out there projecting like an outside scenery onto a wall.
1: So they it almost uh, looks remember like you're those, looking through a window. Remember those like Samsung windows mm-hmm. from CES years ago? I think it was the Samsung windows years ago. It was just like a concept. Yeah, and they had like oh something you can display. Like, it'll record what your property looks like, and if you are in the middle of winter, and you're like, man, I really wish it was summer, you don't have to just pull up some random summer scene. You could just pull up your yard in summer.
0: <laughs> right.
1: I mean, that that's the dream for, like a, like, a bunker, I guess, right? Yeah. I'm starting to see more bunker videos, too, which is a little scary. I'm starting to see those on YouTube. am starting to see those on Facebook as well.
0: I mean, if I was super rich, I would have one for sure, I think.
1: But it's just a little bit. It is definitely like almost like a well. It is it literally is a sign of the times where when when I'm starting to just see these bunker videos without me having originally looked them up. It's definitely, probably yeah. because because of like popular. because they're just popular because people are like, man, I kind of want to hide out from this type of stuff.
0: Yeah. All right. So some of our top stories today include the Last of Us Part Two delayed indefinitely. uh, Included with that announcement was also the Iron Man VR was uh, delayed indefinitely as well. Um, Fallout 76 will be free on Steam when it uh, becomes available on Steam if you already own it on PC through the Bethesda.net client or website. Uh, Also coming to Steam is Sea of Thieves. Uh, Bethesda is canceling its E3 June showcase, obviously, um, but they're talking a bit about what they're going to do instead of that. And then Phil Spencer was on Podcast Unlocked on IGN. He had a lot to say. Um... Uh, and we have a story here about the optical audio port. Now, you and I had discussed that on a uh, earlier podcast, so we have a bit of an update on that. Uh, other than that, Matt, uh, what's new with you gaming wise?
1: So um, we actually got a pretty good stream in this week. We did uh, we did a bit of Sim City, so we, we we did a few nights of, St- of Sim City. That'd be Sim City 2013, I believe. Um, so yeah, we've been doing that in in practice for the stream, and then we did a had a stream as well, and so that that went pretty well. Um, I'm glad we did. That. I'm glad we had the practice because I would have been stumbling around a lot more. Still stumbling yeah. a little bit, but I mean, I haven't. I don't have you know hundreds upon hundreds of recent hours in in this game. So, but yeah, so uh, we've been doing that. We've been noticing the faults again. So for some reason, that game is super super fun. But then I think it's more so late game stuff, or maybe it's just niche stuff in that game that you and I find really annoying. So it's like, we're it's playing like the
0: micromanaging of everything.
1: The micromanaging and, and, and a lot of it doesn't make sense. So, for example, in my place, my people were calling for an airport. They were freaking out about an airport. They wanted an airport. They wanted an airport. I'm running a culture uh, slash tourism slash gambling city, so I rely on people either they live in my place or people living outside, more so outside, um, to come in, you know, be tourists and do you know gamble and do the rest of it. Now we're in a bit of a unique scenario where you you are just starting a city. There's no other cities in the region, so I had to sort of challenge myself to build my own residential area, and I'm finding that the traffic is just out of control. People are moving into my city left, right, and center, and as a result, they were like, "Man, we really need, we really need more transit." Like, I already have a, I have a street, I have streetcars, I got buses, I have whatever, and then they wanted uh, this airport, put this airport in. The maps aren't big, and it's huge. Like, this ar- airport is huge.
0: Yeah, massive
1: put this airport in you can expand it up to four four um what do you call it? like landing Run, strips if runways? you will runways yeah you just do like four runways and i think you can do up to four cargo bays so they kept complaining about freight so i'm like okay well i'll save the room on a trade depot and i'll put four of those uh, cargo depots and then i'll also put the four the four runways i do that and i noticed that the capacity isn't even hitting half so i said okay well it's approaching half So what I'll do is I'll just cut the airport in half. So I'll take two of the runways out, but I'll leave the four cargo and I'll just have the two run until they complain. And then I'll put another one in. They immediately start complaining about that. I keep monitoring it, but the actual capacity is as far as I know is really low. Unless the capacity is quickly exiting. Like maybe it's like peaking, getting out, peaking, flying out, peaking, flying out. I don't know, but there's that one thing. And then another thing is just like, it's, it's just the micromanagement in this game. The, the, the there's weird like volume problems in this game where there's no way to solve them, so, or n- none that I can see. So, for example, I haven't really zoned more residential for maybe an hour or or so. I would say in the game, or at least not majorly, and. The amount of population is, like, booming. Now, that's obviously because the density of the actual buildings is increasing. So, instead of having individual homes, I now have actual high-rises and that type of thing, which is great. But we have these issues where – so, tons and tons and tons, like, thousands of people are moving in. But the roads, there's just no way to – there's no way to – like, what am I going to do? Tear down the whole city to fix these roads? Like, there is a traffic jam. there's a traffic jam that is like literally unprecedented. And how I try to fix this was I added a second of the largest Avenue with a streetcar going toward the industrial sector. And I have a streetcar now going from my residential slash, um, my residential slash uh, commercial or residential and commercial and industrial section. It goes in a loop. Then there's also a streetcar that goes down through my tourist area, which has a bunch of uh, hotels and gambling. And then it also goes towards or close to, my stadium, which is good. It also goes towards my two uh, train stations because we needed two train stations to bring people in from the region. And for whatever reason, doesn't matter what I do to lessen the volume of people, the traffic remains the same. I've increased the density of the roads, added alternate routes, and it's just, I always get to this point in this game where buildings start burning down because the fire trucks literally can't get to where they're going because they're they're being stopped by yeah. by traffic, and I can't... There is no way for me to stop the traffic. With SimCity 4, you had the benefit of having not only, like, streets and roads and those type of things, but also, you know, avenues, as we have in this game. So there's, like, a big, like, medium in between the roads. So it's, like, a larger road, like, two lanes on each side kind of thing. And there's either, like, a median down the middle, or eventually, if you raise it to the maximum, there'll be a streetcar, like an LRT kind of thing down the middle. But the the weird thing is, is in this game, there's no highways. There's no freeways. And so you're stuck with something that just isn't that way. Whereas in four, SimCity four, you have the opportunity to build these massive freeways that link your place up all your like regions up. And it, like these, these highways are absolutely massive and they have these huge interchanges and that's how you really solve traffic problems of the game. And, and I'll kind of like end it here just so I don't rambling, but, and you had the option to do one way roads in that game. Mm-hmm. So what I did was oh and tolls. So what I would do is I would have one way roads throughout my you know my downtown core once things started getting a little out of control. But then what I would do is on on routes that were for that were needlessly becoming way too busy, you basically put a congestion charge on them by putting a toll booth. Then a bunch of people still take it, but a bunch of people don't. Then they take the alternate route. So what you're doing is you're forcing them to take the alternate free route. And then that way it's you know it split maybe forty percent of the people that used to take the the formerly free road are now taking this paid road. So now you're actually paying for the roads you just built and you're also regulating the traffic. Like SimCity 4 just seemed to be equipped to micromanage. Right. And, and there were subways and stuff in that game too.
0: Oh, but subways it, would be great.
1: Subways would be awesome. Like it it it's just to me, it's so strange. Like I, I put this LRT in and thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people are using this thing a day. I have, I have like a whole bunch of cars. I have a whole bunch of buses. So like ones that do the region, one that do the the city, ones that do everything. I have school buses. I have schools, everything, everything I can think of. And there just isn't enough road space for these people. Like they just, Mm -hmm. there's this one intersection they all get stuck on. I put alternate little roads so they can turn off earlier if they need to. And it just doesn't seem to help. And I don't know whether it's because as I improve things, the population itself actually increases, but it just seems to me like there's no reprieve at all. Like, it's not like I put the new system in, there's a reprieve and then, and then like it, you know, it it fills back up because the population increases. It's literally like I put the new system in, it gets overrun immediately having like 30 to 40 to 60 or even longer minute wait time for an LRT. Like immediately when I put it in, the day I put it in and there's no reprieve from traffic. It's like, where are these people coming from?
0: I uh, One of the problems I have with it is that if you follow the grid that they lay out for you with your roads, right? Yeah. It doesn't seem to fit. It's not one-to-one scale with real life. Um, Because, like, you'll build, like, a little square grid and put a bunch of residential in there. And then as you increase the density, it's like just one big building is on that entire block. But that's not how cities are. There's multiple big, tall buildings on one block.
1: Yeah, the the default grid is weird. Like you almost have to in that game if you kind of build out your own grid, it'll it'll try to grid line according to how you've grid lined, but it's yeah. still it's not perfect. Like a lot of yeah. our places are definitely not perfectly laid out. You're right on that.
0: And even if you do the grid, it's like they have plenty of places to turn off to and find different ways around traffic, but you still get these massive congestions. Now maybe that's just a city that's just going to happen, but then you have problems where you have fires and stuff, and it's like well. Like There's you no can't you can't that. get the
1: fire truck, yeah. You can't get the fire truck to the people. Like, what are you I, gonna do? And I then mean, and then all these people, <laughs> these places burn down.
0: These are probably real uh, city problems, actually. Um, you know.
1: The thing is, though, is is I would be I would be less upset about it because you you need to sort of have problems in a game like this in order to have yeah, like yeah, some yeah. gameplay, right? You need, to, but the thing is, is this game to me, I'm solving a great, like a lot of time, a lot of fun, and I think we're gonna end up streaming it again uh this week, but I, I, I certainly don't I certainly don't I don't feel like I'm equipped I feel like we're not equipped. Like the player isn't equipped to deal with it. Whereas in four, at least I was like, okay, I need to do some urban renewal, I need to tear down this block, put in the one way road, I need to put a freeway in here, I need to I need to tell people not to take this road. So I'm going to put in, you know, a a toll booth here. Yeah. Or there were ways to like scam your people. Like I remember putting it so that you could uh you could put your your you normally start with a medium so actually in, in Simcity four you get to choose the density of your of your zoning so you would choose a I would always choose a medium density industrial and then eventually build houses and then commercial shortly after and w- one way to scam your people is they need to work in the in in the, in the industrial so you could one way road toward the industrial sector and then mm-hmm. toll that road yeah but like that's gonna tick the people off. But that toll is still a tool you can use to alleviate traffic, mm-hmm. and there will be some pieces of road that are just a disaster. But I remember it was only like three or four intersections in a couple of my biggest metropolises in in SimCity Four. So I don't know. Yeah. I just I just feel like I'm ill-equipped. Maybe Cities of Tomorrow brings those tools to light. I don't have that. But... There's
0: probably uh, there's probably some badass SimCity players out there too who like know how to do everything, and we're just like. To newbie,
1: well, I wouldn't mind seeing. I wouldn't mind seeing some let's plays of this Sim City because I know this Sim City was controversial, and so I yeah. wouldn't mind seeing some actual, you know, good. Because I, I remember, well, I remember using like the the. I remember seeing people use like the big circle, mm-hmm. and that actually does seem to work. I, in, in my cities with circles, I have the least traffic. Right. So maybe that's a big piece. I don't know.
0: Well, I was watching that one guy who had just like looked up, like you know how to had to play Sim City kind of deal. And I followed his plan exactly, and that city is doing fantastically. So there must must be some method uh, to it. Like well, we, we, love... I was making like I was making like uh, I think it was like six thousand an hour, and Holy I had crap. like five hundred thousand simoleons saved up. Like it was just insane.
1: Were you noticing though? So one of the things I noticed in your city was so there's these roads that come in from the region to the to the to your region to where you're building. Yeah, I noticed that you have an intersection with a not not that big of a road right there, and I always thought that's a major congestion because that's almost like you're just cutting a highway off.
0: Was uh what city are you talking about now? The uh the desert one or the
1: the the, the test like the one that we did uh, the night I guess the night or two before were like where we were, we're, we're prepack pra- pra- practicing. One I copied on. <laughs> yeah, the one pra- yeah the one that we were uh, practicing for the stream.
0: I think that's only an issue once your residents are in there. I don't think you get a lot of outside traffic if you're building a tourist place though. I think no, you I need see a it. lot of traffic, yeah.
1: That game needs a blueprint tool as well. That'd be nice. I need to be able to draw these massive roads to know where my stuff's gonna be. And then I should be able to say like, okay, now build my blueprint.
0: Even just a like an undo would be nice.
1: An undo would be awesome, yeah. And like so you misclick. I mean you don't you don't know the width of like a you don't know the exact width of something and it it mm-hmm. doesn't it never measures it for you, so you're like damn, I just wasted space, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, I also downloaded SimCity on uh, iOS and uh, started giving that a go.
1: SimCity Build It. Yeah, I have a pretty big city. If you want to, uh, if you want to start playing it,
0: well, I'm. I, I mean, I'll have to play it more, but I wasn't too happy with the little tutorial I went through.
1: That had game wait, is. Had to is, wait
0: five minutes for like screws. I'm like, oh my god!
1: And like, I have a huge factory slash industri- industrial sector in that game mm-hmm. with a pretty big residential area actually, and. It doesn't, it doesn't get better. Like, there's a lot of waiting still.
0: Are you supposed to, like, tear down that? Like, when in the tutorial, they just have you build a straight road and put everything on that road. And they like, yeah. am I supposed to tear that down as I grow bigger?
1: I think you can move the actual buildings.
0: Oh, okay. That's so nice.
1: I, just, I just moved it away. I just moved it away, and I'm zoning it how I would an actual SimCity. I don't know whether that's actually required. Mm-hmm. That's just how I organize my stuff. And it seemed to be working well until I stopped playing it. I was really into it, though. I had uh, the subscription. Oh, holy cow. Like, it was like two or three bucks or something, but it yeah. gave you, like, some free stuff. But I only had it for a month or two, and then I was like, okay, done with this.
0: Um, I've also been playing Doom. I'm getting pretty close, I think, to finishing that up. That's super fun. Heck yeah. And.
1: You found your way to the end.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, uh, other than that, I've just been fiddling around with a few things. I've been playing, um,. Uh, Lego Star Wars for a bit just kind of looking for stuff to you know waste time
1: you would uh you'd be you'd be well on that you'd be well on your way in your Animal Crossing
0: oh oh yeah
1: (laughs) I have a major major problem with my Animal Crossing what's happening the shop I've opened the shop up and the shop is closed at 10 and I never play before 10 So I've literally never seen Yeah, oh yeah. So I've never seen the inside of my shop. Jesus. And so I've like I once they closed the twenty four hour shop that was in the tent and built the actual shop, I can't I haven't been able to buy anything. I've been Mm -hmm. selling stuff at a twenty percent discount, so I'm being paid twenty percent less. It's it's a disaster. Like it's (laughs) and I keep forgetting to play it or I fall asleep. So, my <laughs> animal crossing like people are building these extravagant like extravagant villages that I'm watching, and I just i can't uh, that's it, like my mind sucks, it's just horrible
0: all right um that's what well happened to the stories i guess
1: well i guess I guess we should also mention we're back into the seventy six train.
0: I will be tomorrow
1: <laughs> oh that's right you yeah you're you're still downloading, but we're starting to jump back into that seventy six trying to get some atoms. And try to get less rusty at it yeah. in, in anticipation for Wastelanders. Yeah. So, uh,
0: Which is coming out in, what, a couple
1: weeks here? Something like that, yeah, soon. I forget when it was delayed, to, but it was delayed, like, mm-hmm. what, a week past its original, so.
0: Yeah. So, uh, hopefully, I- I'm hoping that's good. Because that'll give us something all to kind of play uh, for a bit there, you know? Yeah. That'd be nice. At least, at least the four of us—we're the only ones who have it. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, and uh, me and Adriano bought uh, Borderlands Three. Oh, jeez. And we bought like the Super Deluxe Edition, so we get the uh, the the season pass and all that stuff.
1: You guys are gonna take a long time to beat that.
0: Probably. Probably. All right, let's hop into our first story this week. Um, bit of a sad news: Last of Us Part Two delayed indefinitely. And no new release date has been set. This comes to us from IGN. Um, So it was originally planned... So, firstly, it was originally announced coming out February 22nd. Now, we're far past that already. would have been amazing if we already had (laughs) some Last of Us. It was delayed until May 29th. And then just recently, just a few days ago, they announced that it's been delayed again, but this time indefinitely. So, there's a couple theories on this. Now, they also delayed Iron Man VR. A lot of games are getting delayed right now, but uh, I saw someone on Twitter saying that because The Last of Us is about an outbreak and an infection and a, a disease, that it might be a bit of a insensitive time to release a game like that, although it's not the focus of the game, though, you know, so I don't know.
1: Well, it's also the second one, so I mean, it's very possible that that is a thing. Uh, it's very also possible that they touch on it a lot in the actual mm-hmm. game, and so maybe they think that's insensitive like it, the last one it the last game it, it it certainly had a it certainly touched on it in the beginning yeah a lot but then it kind of faded away um and it became less of a focus and more of it just like this is the reality of the world mm-hmm. whereas i think now with 2 it's possible that they talk about it a lot and maybe they're trying to avoid that i actually am you know totally just totally theorizing but i theorize that it wasn't ready and this is like a a breath of fresh air for them they've already delayed it once um, or more, right? Or have they delayed it just more than once, or just once?
0: This would be the second delay.
1: This would be the second. Okay, so they delayed it once prior to this delay, and this is the second delay, and since it's indefinite, like, I kind of get the impression that, I kind of get the impression that they weren't ready. Now, it's totally possible that they weren't set up for work from home, and so they weren't able to do their last testing and stuff, but if that were the case, you would think that they would be getting there at this point, and that they would then push it back by a month because they were able to work in the office not that long ago and so they should be you know near gold mm-hmm. but the fact that it's indefinite i i theorize it was because they didn't ha- they weren't done they weren't ready for it and this is this is exactly why now i could be totally like i'm not saying this with any sort of direct evidence i'm just that's just my theory
0: yeah I think I would be more open to that theory if a bunch of other games weren't also delayed during this time period. Like, I, I think Iron Man VR is even indefinite as well. You know, so.
1: The the VR, though, the VR makes sense. Because how do you test VR? You're not going to send every developer home with a VR set. No. That makes more sense. Something like The Last of Us, though, hypothetically, you'd be able to code wherever the heck you are right you'd be able to test now again they might not have the infrastructure for that but you would think they would set it up maybe they maybe they've just maybe they've opted it out maybe they said they're just going to wait this out for however many months this this well, pandemic thing is, is ravaging but they're not they're
0: not bringing their work computers home that'd be a bit insane and so i think i don't, a lot I don't of these think that's
1: i don't think that's that insane if you think about it if you if you ask the people to like Take your lap. Like maybe they have laptops, so take your laptops home. That's certainly not insane. But if if but, they were but to they're say not, they're not
0: working on laptops, though, I think they're working on desktops.
1: But why 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 can't they work on laptops?
0: Because why all can't not the they
1: why can't they remote into the office?
0: Like well, other offices,
1: in. other offices are doing it. They might not be set up for it, but it, I'm saying it is possible.
0: But they could be set up, but there could still be complications. Like we even we've even heard from our friend Aaron, who said that when you have 800 people trying to remote in, you know, to the office, it slows down and becomes unusable. Right. So, I mean, there could be all sorts of complications. Now, another theory I heard is that they're at this point, they might just release it as a launch title for PS5.
1: It would be weird to have it on PS4 and PS5 at the same price, right? Like, it's getting close to the PS5 launch. It'd be weird to have a game launch... Red right on the PS5, would the PS4 version be the same price? That would, that, especially a flagship title, that'd be weird, right? I think they'd
0: be. I think they'd be the same price.
1: No, no that's what I mean. That, that that would be the weird part about it is if they released it now. Like ideally, they would release it now, then have it full retail on PS5, and then have the ne- the the PS4 version be twenty dollars cheaper
0: but by the time be... PS5 came out. Oh, I see what you're saying.
1: But like if they release it together, you might be right where they may have wanted to. They may, so they could have had trouble with their. With their with their work from home, absolutely, could have had some issues with that, and then they could have said, "Okay, you know we're having issues with this. Let's delay by two months." But then they're mm-hmm. like, "Wait, now we're getting close to the PS5 launch. So now yeah. what do we do?" Yeah. So then it could have been like, "Okay, cut this out. We're doing the PS5 version." That could have been like it could have it, it like it absolutely could have been a business decision like that. That's why I'm yeah. just that's why I'm saying I'm just speculating.
0: The only thing I I don't know about that theory just is that. October, November is still pretty far away, you know, to delay it that long, it seems a bit, um, a bit too
1: much. They, they could honestly just be not, um, I mean, that studio could just not, not want to, uh, push through the, the, the pandemic.
0: Like yeah, it's, po- it's possible
1: that they were just like, let's just take it easy. You right. Know? It's, that's very possible. I don't it's know. Like- Cause they'd be in crunch right now. Right. I guess.
0: Yeah, and I think like some games like Doom and and Animal Crossing and stuff that I'm sure they they've probably had a, more sales because everyone's at home. Um, but The Last of Us they might want more of a celebration around it and everyone to be <laughs> healthy and outside. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not sure, but it could be a marketing decision. You know
1: do do you, do you think we're gonna get to that point though by November?
0: I mean, I, I, I'm i not an expert, so I don't... I
1: mean, I don't like, uh, yeah, talking talking as a non-medical host of a, of a video game podcast, you know, well, just oh, reading the news and, like, just reading the news and seeing, like, the, like, our local government gave out some numbers today.
0: Right. From what I've heard and read, um, they're saying, like, life won't return to, to, to absolute normalcy. Now, this is, like, completely how it was before, right? Yeah. For, like, 18 months to two years.
1: To two years,
0: yeah, that's that's like, I think, and I think that's worst case scenario. All right, and and that again, that's that's like completely returning, but we can completely feel safe to go outside, and you're not going to get coronavirus, right? Yes. However, now Marvel just announced their entire slate of Phase Four movies, uh, starting in November. So they're they're banking on November being the date when people can actually go into theaters again.
1: Unless they're just going to do Disney Plus.
0: I don't I I can't see them doing that for something as big as like the Black Widow movie.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. It's a good question.
0: So now obviously Marvel is not a medical expert either. But for them to just be announcing that it's going to be November might mean they're feeling more confident from what they know or I'm not sure what that means. You know, Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that'd be around the time the consoles launch. So there you go. I
1: think I, I think I think the only way things are going to go back to normal personally and you know not speaking about numbers or anything like that I think the only way things are going to go back to normal or at least be to the point where things can open up as they wish like the restrictions are, are lifted mm-hmm. um, it, on people and on businesses is I think We need a vaccination. Oh, yeah. And if this vaccination that's in trial right now fails, then it's going to be two years. I think that's probably why they mentioned two years. Because they have one in there. Typically, it takes 12 months to 18 months after human trials. Human trials have begun recently. So one year, once the vaccination is out there it's just, mm-hmm. it's over like people going to be like okay i'm going outside again
0: right <laughs> like, <laughs> like who cares but you can also naturally immunize yourself
1: um they don't know whether is... you can get it again though it's that it, that those results are inconclusive right now
0: yes but there there're studies that say both um,
1: but that's not good like if i if i had if i got sick right now with covid and i got rid of it naturally you know i get better i'm one of the mm-hmm. lucky ones i get better that's fine i now no, I, I you know i go for a test i now no longer have it that's great I'm not going to be running out to the hospital and saying, I can work without PPE. Let me help you. Right. There's no way, you know,
0: but let's say you do become immunized from it. Yeah. Right. At that point, it's just a matter of time before this washes over the country.
1: Yes. If, if, if you become immune naturally, yes. If
0: you you do, you, you just have to do your best to minimize the amount of deaths, you know, minimize the amount of exposure. Um, and that number the government gave was, like, if we did nothing. So the number that they gave if we did something was a lot smaller, you know?
1: Yeah, like, so for... Like, what, what,
0: what we're doing now, they said, was a lot smaller.
1: Yeah, like, it, they said if we... So the Ontario government, which is where we live, the Ontario government released a number today that said, if we do nothing, uh, like, no medical stuff, no social distancing, no whatever else we're doing, if we were to just say, like, wow, there's a virus going around, let's, you know, let's let it go, and you know, who cares... And we just continued life. We're looking at just in Ontario, we're, in, in Canada, we're looking at a hundred thousand deaths modeled.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I mean, that's not good because there's more than there's more than Ontario in Canada, and Ontario and Canada has a small population based yeah. on its land mass. So, yeah. like, damn, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a yeah. lot.
0: That's a hell of a lot. But they said with what we're doing now, they modeled uh, what was it, three thousand to fifteen thousand.
1: Three thousand to which, is, 15, which, is, 000,
0: that's which right. is still a lot, and it's still awful. It's
1: you know? bad. It's real bad. Um,
0: um so, but I don't think they. I don't think they said when this is going to be over, right? Although they said the eighteen to twenty-four um, months.
1: Well, I I didn't hear that, but I I was just looking at the curve, and they were showing like a flattened out curve. Yeah. Uh, with their and and so they had the worst case one, which is like you know ridiculous. But they said, I believe, without having it in front of me. Uh, so please go check it out if you're interested. But for Ontario, I think they said that the middle-ish of the month, middle-late of the month, is when the pe- like the curve, like the flattened out curve, should peak and then start going down. Mm-hmm. Now, God knows how long it takes to decrease. But there was a little, like they modeled until April 30th-ish, I believe. And it showed the curve had decreased for at least a few days.
0: Yeah, but April's going to be rough, though.
1: April's gonna be rough, but um April's gonna be rough, but I'm glad that the the system we have in place seems to be doing something and not and, and something substantial, not like, well, we saved 400 people, you know, mm-hmm. which would be great, I'm sure, but this is like, wow, we're saving <laughs> yeah, we're saving 97 thousand people potentially like damn and,
0: and it sounds like Italy is a bit over the curve now, or at least at the top of the curve.
1: I haven't actually seen numbers last few days, uh, yep. due to depression of of seeing them. So so I just stopped looking, to be honest. Actually, I, I
0: would recommend downloading the uh the Canada COVID nineteen app. It's, uh, Damn it's it. it's really nice. It's no it's 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 seriously a nice app.
1: I thought you were gonna I thought you were I thought you were gonna word it like a like a self plug, but like and no, our sponsor no. today, like <laughs> yes, yeah.
0: yeah, the Canada nineteen uh, COVID nineteen app. Yeah. I
1: mean that's a way to get it out there, but
0: all right, let's get back to games. Um
1: COVID-19 well, in games. Well,
0: here's the post-apocalyptic game, Fallout 76. Damn it. It's going to be free on Steam if you already own it on PC, come, coming to us from GameSpot here. Uh, anyone who purchases Fallout 76 through Bethesda's official website before April 13th and links their Steam and Bethesda accounts will get the game for free on Steam. Atoms and Fallout First memberships will not transfer between the platforms, but any any items purchased through the shop will be available across both. But net and Steam. Now Interesting. It's weird that the Fallout First membership doesn't transfer over. That's kind of uh crappy.
1: This whole thing this whole thing is a mess, eh? With the different launchers.
0: But like when you have it on PC, it's like why isn't everything just saved on the Fallout servers? The That's Bethesda what I mean, net is it servers? it's
1: almost like a console. It's almost like the the launchers are becoming like consoles. Yeah. Like so within the PC I'm not landscape. Sure. I don't know what that's about. I just wouldn't switch. I might. I might just. I might link it so that just I have it. it. Like yeah. I might just claim it, but I. I'm not against Bethesda Net. I don't care. Like I'm just going to stay. I usually go as close to the source as I can. Mm-hmm. I even use like Google Drive from the web app because it's as close to the the actual like hard drive. That I, like I can get.
0: Try, I like to try to do that as well. Yeah. Um, this offer applies only to the PC version. Xbox One and PS4 players will have to purchase the Steam version separately in order to access it. And the game does not support cross-platform play. Uh, Also, another little uh, bonus here. From April 14th to 28th, anyone who purchases the game from Steam will also receive the Fallout Classic Collection with the original two games and Fallout Tactics for free. This applies to those who claim the free Steam version via their Bethesda.net account as well. I have those games. I'm not sure how I got them.
1: They gave them away for free.
0: Just just randomly one day? I think I
1: think they did. I, I remember I did get them for free. I do actually have the disc for them as well when, it, when that trilogy came out years ago, but I, I do right. remember them being given away at some point. I don't remember what the, it was if, for.
0: If they remade the story of Fallout 1, that'd be interesting. And made it like the modern Fallout.
1: I think Bethesda, like, I think Bethesda doesn't want to redo anything.
0: Look at the success that Resident Evil's having. Those games look great. I wish I liked Resident Evil so I could actually play them.
1: I think their issue is is that they know that it's just going to be another game. Like it's really like you're just developing another game, short of the story being being done. uh, And your con, like I'm sure the very initial stuff is done. Like there's no concepting and stuff like that because you've
0: well you've done. themselves wouldn't do it. They would. They like remember when they hired Obsidian for New Vegas? You would do something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean if they if they're down for that that'd be cool. I wouldn't mind playing You know the you know what the problem is with 1 though? I don't know if yeah. you've ever seen 1 played through. I've seen it, yeah. So like 1 is very one's old in that it's easy to get you're you're, you're able to like screw yourself out of beating it. Right. Like very easily and inadvertently as well. Right. Like you could just be like, "Oh, I guess that's it." You can actually make your character so dumb that he can't speak. Oh my god. Like, uh, if you ever watched Sips play, played it, like I watched him play it, and yeah, his think... and he, he kept having to take drugs in order to raise his intelligence enough <laughs> oh to, to, to spa. And like, he, he was talking to the Brotherhood of Steel at one point, and his Mentats ran out. And so in the middle of his conversation, he just started going like, <sighs> oh
0: my god.
1: Yeah, it was, it's bad.
0: All right. Uh, another Sea of Thieves is also coming to Steam.
1: What the hell's going on here?
0: I yeah and uh, there's a big Xbox sale on Steam right now.
1: <laughs> what the like it's like a, a Steam Renaissance like we we all went to Epic and everything else and then now it's like come on back.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure what yeah, I'm not sure what
1: causing was causing all this. Uh I know Adriano said he thought that they had dirt on them. He thought <laughs> the Steam was. had like I dirt on was all the ones. Well, I'm I'm sure like I yeah, I don't know how serious it was, but I mean like he said he mentioned that. I kind of think that they realized that there was maybe like a large amount of people that just didn't buy it. Right. Like, it's possible that they were like, damn, like we missed out on the this X amount of the market. The so game... I wonder if
0: going forward, people will just releases on steam right. as the third party and then their own launcher.
1: The thing is though, is it's like, I have something like origin works, right? Yeah. Where I only have Origin because EA locked it down. I wouldn't just download Origin for fun. And I wouldn't and I didn't have UPlay for a really long time. Uh, until until they started selling things exclusively on there. Uh, or like I think Anno eighteen hundred, if I remember correctly, was on UPlay and Epic. And so I just went to UPlay instead. But I kept buying like Assassin's Creeds and other titles from Ubisoft, all from Steam. Mm-hmm. So
0: it's really weird to see like a platform war happening on a single
1: platform. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think, uh, I think we're going to see them break the, the PC up into like, almost like, almost like consoles in some cases. I think we're going to start seeing some weird stuff like that. Like it would be relatively easy and like, they're not probably, you know, they're not going to do this, but it'd be really t- relatively easy for them to say, okay, anyone on steam on Fallout 76 gets put onto the, the, the steam servers. And if you yeah. want to play with the Bethesda net people, you have to buy the game on Bethesda net.
0: Well, Microsoft seems to really be really pushing this forward, that they want their games playable, like everywhere almost. Right. Um, hell. I, I wonder if they would actually, um, uh put a game on PlayStation if they weren't direct competitors, you know.
1: I mean, they have Minecraft,
0: but I mean, that's a special case where they they bought the the developer. But
1: know? they could have they could have pulled that PS4 version.
0: They they technically own Outer Worlds too, but that uh, that came out on PS4. Oh,
1: I didn't know that actually. I didn't know that came out on PS4. Yep. That's coming to Steam too, isn't it?
0: <laughs> uh if it's not coming to Steam, I think it's also coming to Switch.
1: Oh, that's right. It's on Switch. I got okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah, they're right. The Steam Ascent,
1: the Steam Ascent. We're back, baby. <laughs>
0: I just wish they had a nicer designer on their app
1: because it is ugly. Seems really weird. Like the, they they announce like a visual overhaul and then they just like sit on it for years. Like yeah 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 we got we got and, we got a new we got a new interface coming and then and they the, just they just don't.
0: The visual change is just like the placement of the boxes on the actual app but the app itself like the the base app is just gross to me it's just that weird gray background it's just ugly
1: i don't like it it's it's gross it's not it's not good because <laughs> it's not good how do i describe this it's not good because it's like windows windows has a bunch of really old legacy Sections oh, I hate of it. Those. They have yeah. the control panel. They got the new settings panel. Like, I'm sorry, guys, take the control panel and throw it in the garbage. If you are, if you're going to take out the control panel, take out the control panel. Yeah, that's honestly my opinion on that. Mm-hmm. I, and I understand like developers would be like, that's not that easy. I get that. But even if you invisibly in the background are when I click on a button on the new settings panel are actually physically clicking on a button in the control panel, but the control panel is invisible. That's fine to the consumer. Right. Like bandage it and then maybe like start patching it up. But I'm just sick of these. I'm sick of these services that are like, we're going to slowly like, you know, kill off a service. And it's like six years down the line. And it's like, yeah, you know, we're going to slowly k- kill all the service. Yeah. But they're still accepting mem- new members. And it's like, well, this is a big service. Like how many members are we talking about? Like, how, like did you in this time, did you get 100,000 new members? <laughs> like, what is going on here? Um, Google Play Music and YouTube Music is an example of that. Where Google Play Music still has... A bunch of features that that YouTube Music doesn't have, like um maybe not a bunch, but like for example, uh, well, nah, I guess it is a bunch. It'd be you know how like it plays your local library. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google Play Music sort of you know pioneered that. However, that works. I have heard some rumblings that YouTube Music about YouTube Music and that I don't know whether it's happened yet, but I haven't seen it. Um, YouTube Music certainly doesn't does not have podcasts yet. Yet Google Play Music does. Just right. weird stuff like that, and then and then Google Play Music is also really weird. Like, uh, there's been several times where I type in our podcast or like my other podcast, and like the, the it'll show up in the search. You know, like when you're searching, it'll like trying to autofill, it'll show up there. But when you press enter, it doesn't show up in the results. But it, but it ignores it exists. So it's like clearly Google Play Music is starting to you know peter out. But it's like a peter out as in like like multiple years. It's yeah. like guys, like can we just kill this app, please?
0: Man, Windows has a lot of that um, old interface popping up, even on like install uh, Windows and stuff. Mm-hmm. It brings up some old, ancient, decrepit window from somewhere. Oh yeah, it's it's very strange.
1: Now, I'll get I'll say one thing to that to that effect though. A lot of it, a lot of it is fine because a lot of it is for a technician. Like it, you do, if you don't want to change the Event Viewer, if you don't want to change, you know, that type of stuff is more acceptable. Really, like the consumer really isn't in the Event Viewer stuff like that. The consumer isn't in the disk management console. Mm-hmm. That type of stuff is more acceptable. But something like the control panel is more of a prosumer to even regular consumer. Because the regular consumer could be changing their multiple displays. Right. And I realize that a lot of those have been moved to the new settings menu. But it's just clunky to have to move between the both. Like, control panel as a whole should be moved. Like, period. Mm-hmm. Like, control panel should be should be removed. Yes. Um, I can't remember the name of the... uh Oh, like, the... The okay, so when I go to search something, for example, so we're recording this, we're recording this right now, we're recording this on Zoom. If I go to go to my Zoom folder and I, t- I press the Start menu, I type in Zoom, it pulls up all the web results. I have to then click on a button that says Folders, and then it shows me the folder for the search result. Mm-hmm. Like that type of stuff is just that type of stuff isn't old, but it's clunky. It's like no one's using Bing to search for this. <laughs> like I'm sorry, right. no one's using Bing or no one's use and no one wanted, no one went to Google search in my Start menu. Yeah. Like, no one does that. I'm sorry, but like, like that is, like, even though it's a new... It's like it's like a new old idea. <laughs> it's like they they tried to centralize search, I think, in, like, the window. I don't know if it did it on Windows 8, but it was around Windows 8 when companies tried to do that, where they tried to centralize things. Right. And, like, that's an old new idea. It's like a newfangled idea that just didn't work out, and they're still sticking to it. It's like, guys, can we just, like, can we dump this? But Steam is doing the same thing. Like, Steam has a really nice new... Um, interface for their overlay to an extent. Most of it. See again, most of it. Mm -hmm. They have the Steam chat now, which is new. But then the Steam app. So they have Steam chat, like that's an app to to chat. But then there's the Steam app too. Yeah. And that you could chat in there. And sometimes (laughs) I get notifications from the Steam app for chats, and sometimes I just never do. So Mm -hmm. now I might get double notifications: one from Steam, one from Steam chat. All from like both from Steam. Like what the <laughs> hell is going on here? This is this is the same crap with um uh, like so their store is older. Um their forums are older, but yet the library is new. Like they they re- they refreshed the library, you know, months ago. Yeah. It's just weird, man. It just looks bad. It looks particularly bad when they do stuff like that. Uh I had another example in my head, but I can't think of it now, but there was like a there was I was gonna say Discord, but that's not right. I forget what it was now. But like, there's just multiple apps out there that do this, and I just feel like you uni- need. Oh no, actually, I know exactly what it was. It was the whole Xbox situation. Like, that's okay, they happen- right now? it's the it, it, it's happening right now. Like, I sent you guys a screenshot today. Yeah. So I went, I opened up the console companion to claim my like games for gold or whatever, and then I noticed it's like, oh, you know, group chats are moving. You know, click learn more. I click learn more, and learn more tells me about how they're they're moving it to the Windows Game Bar. And how I need to press like Win G, to pull that up. Now Win G is really nice. I really like it. You know, it's really great. But it's stupid that we have that app. We have the Google, We have the Xbox Console Companion, which used to be just the Xbox app. Then we got the, the Xbox like Game Bar. Okay, we got the Game Bar. And then now, in addition to all of that, we have some other thing. What was that other thing that Adriano had that he got you to download?
0: Uh, the Xbox Beta
1: app. The Xbox Beta app. Like. Is that replacing the console companion? Is the Xbox Beta app replacing what the Xbox app was, and then the original Xbox app became the console companion? Is like, and then the the chat is like I'm sorry to say this, but if you get chat working in Game Bar that day, you cut it out of the console companion.
0: And and it's in the Xbox um, Beta app as well. I think yeah, there's and- a chat. There's a chat in there.
1: And there's no party chat in there. Remember, you were like voicing, so you were starting a voice chat, but you weren't starting a game chat. Remember that?
0: Oh, that was yeah. There's some terminology issues there, and it was. So there's weird.
1: different terminology for different things. Like a voice chat, I think, is like what we used to be called a private chat mm-hmm. on 360. I think that's because 360s are not parties; you just have one-on-one private chats. Um yeah. So I think that like maybe that's where that like maybe voice became, but, but like regardless of which,
0: it's like guys. There's also an Xbox accessories app.
1: Like you don't,
0: now, you I mean, don't I guess need the, all that, man. It kind of makes sense because that's where you need to manage and update the firmware of your controller and stuff. But it's like I kind of would like that all built into just the Xbox app.
1: We should have the Xbox app, okay? We should have an Xbox app, and if there's several functions, it should just have tabs. Mm-hmm. And then the Xbox game bar should just be an overlay. Yeah. For from the app. That yeah. would just be it would just be like, oh, you know, and, and if they want to have a transitionary thing. So if they change the UI and the chat window used to be in one spot, you leave that button there, the person clicks it and they say, they say the same thing, but the chat's actually gone. It says, this is, this has been moved. Not this will be moving. Yeah. If you get it working somewhere else, kick, like kill it, move this along, please. Cause it's just like, why do I have so many apps? Mm -hmm. Like, are they going to break up? Like God knows. I think they said there's a new chat experience when I was in there. I think they said there's a new chat experience on phones. Is that new chat experience in the app? Because oh the app looks like the console companion app. Like I'm looking on my Android phone. The yeah. ca- app looks like the console companion app. Or are they talking about, is there another window like Microsoft chat app? I don't think there is. But I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. To be honest with you. It's out of control. It's out <laughs> of control.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we've got two more stories here. So Bethesda's uh, E3 showcase was also canceled along with E3 entirely. Um. So we have a statement from uh, uh, the Vice President, Pete Hines. This comes to us from GameSpot. Uh, Bethesda's E3 presentation said the company is facing many challenges due to the pandemic. And as a result, won't be hosting its digital showcase in June. It does note that the company will still be sharing its plans in the coming months. Though it's unclear if this means a single large digital presentation will be still be happening. Or if the announcements will be split into individual ones. Now, I, I believe it's been announced that it's been split into individual announcements, right?
1: I would say it's gonna be like tweets and stuff, yeah, videos maybe like trailers I would
0: kinda of, kind of like like a nice like maybe five ten minute video on each like game that'd be kind of cool I kind of get the, the impression that devs. they don't have
1: much to show <laughs> if you had a uh, lot to show, you would they, like Bethesda uh they twitch stream if you had a lot to show, you would just do a you would just do a twitch stream. It's,
0: it's well. It's harder to, because they had to put together some sort of presentation, right? And if people are are told to stay at home and not get together, it's harder to build a, an hour long video. You know what I mean?
1: But like harder as in you and I could still do it, but it would be a challenge. Sure. Like you, you don't have internet that you can upload very easily with, right? And you have internet problems. And I have you know good internet. I could do it. You and I could do it, and and we have mismatching. The reason why I'm just laying it out is like we have mismatching. I use Windows, you use Mac. If you told, if you gave us a bunch of footage, and 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 like a read up, you and I could, you and I could make a presentation. We could do it. Is it going to be amazing like it is at E3? No, but I don't think anyone's expecting that.
0: But maybe maybe they can make each individual one better than if they made an entire hour long one.
1: Maybe. Although, do you think it's going to be a presentation, or do you think it's just going to be like? Hey guys, like sorry we couldn't be here today. Let's check out you know, Doom or whatever they're yeah, gonna show it, off.
0: It could just be like a blog post or something in, that, in the that, trailer. I,
1: I get the impression that's what it's gonna be. It's probably gonna but, just talk about seventy six again.
0: In terms of what they have to show off, um they showed off a few games last year that they could expand on. Um
1: Could you imagine Starfield getting like not a full treatment? Like, isn't that weird?
0: Well, that might be an individual video. That's really good, because that all you need is um, uh, what's his name? Howard, what's his name? Todd, Todd Howard? Howard. Todd Howard. Yeah. yeah. You just need him. He he talked for like half an hour on on seventy six. You know.
1: If he if he wants to like, if he wants to record or like if he records like a a, a good talk like he did at at the follow four uh, conference, or at the seventy six one two. If he gives, like, a good talk like that, and he's just alone in his house and just has a camera on him, yeah. I mean, like, we're talking about, we're still able, like, our, our society is still functioning to the point where you could get the man a camera. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. You just
1: give him a DSLR. I mean, it's Bethesda. They could give him a DSLR and be like, hey, set this up on a tripod. We'll send you a tripod. Just sit in a, sit in a room and, <laughs> and like, yeah. record yourself talking with this microphone because it'll sound better.
0: Yeah, and then the editors editors overlay like any footage that's relevant and whatnot.
1: Yeah. And and like I I don't I don't know. It's just when 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 a big cancellation happens during this time, I'm just always skeptical. Like I'm always like hmm but because
0: this, this this isn't a cancellation because of Bethesda though. E3 got canceled, so they they had a, they had a showcase planned. Oh yeah, but then, I know but then E3 went up in flames.
1: But I wonder if they if they were if they were and like maybe this is my cynicism because this is like the second thing I've thought was worse than it was. When it comes to COVID cancellations or delays, but I I just get the impression that maybe they were like, damn, like we don't have that much to show, but we're going to show it anyway because it's E three, and then E three gets canceled, and they're like, sweet, we're not going to show much. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: I, we'll find out, I guess. Time will tell.
1: Unless they're they, you know, again, they could be hurting. You know, they work from they could not be equipped to work from home. Who knows?
0: And they're also they're still a private company, right? Is that right? Uh
1: you'd probably have to ask Zenimax, and I don't know.
0: Oh, yeah, I don't know what Zenimax's deal is.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure on that either.
0: Anyway, all right, our last story is uh, Phil Spencer explains why the Xbox Series X doesn't have an optical audio port. This comes to us from IGN. So uh, Phil Spencer appeared on Podcast Unlocked with uh, Ryan McCaffrey, and they had a whole talk about it on, a whole talk for an hour on... Xbox Series X. He gave a lot of great uh, information. I'd recommend you checking it out, actually. It's a, it was a really good interview. The thing I like about Phil Spencer is, like, he's not all marketing business speak. He'll answer a, a question legitimately. Oh, know? yeah. And and he'll say, oh, I just can't talk about that, and that's it. You know, he won't try to, like, oh, you know, we're dealing with you all these things, blah, 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 blah. So, I, I really like um, his kind of uh, grounded uh, um, approach. Talking. Yeah. So, in terms of the optical audio port, uh, he says this I'm going to use kind of a uh, weird terms, but the marginal cost of everything is important. So if you look at a part on a console that's maybe one or two dollars, and you say, okay, how big of a deal is that inside of a console? That's a few hundred, that's a few hundred dollars. But then you say, okay, we're going to uh, plan to sell, you know, a hundred million of these, these consoles. So you take two bucks over a hundred million, uh, million, now you're two hundred million dollars. Over the course of the, of the the program, so basically they're cutting it out because not many people use it enough to to justify the two hundred million dollars you would spend on 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 putting it into that console
1: I mean that makes sense honestly
0: uh there was also space spacing concerns that they might not be able to fit it or they wanted to use that space for something else or no
1: i know. actually have a, I actually have a question about optical. Yeah, uh, And you use it, which is why I'm going to ask you. Uh, so you have yeah, a cool. soundbar. <laughs> yeah. And you have a TV, like a 4K TV, and then you also have multiple consoles. And you have optical hooked up to your audio system, obviously, and that optical is hooked up to your television and then hooks right directly into your soundbar's interface. Correct. Right. Um. One question is, and I don't know whether you would know this, one question is, I remember that back in the day with Rock Band, it used to say... Depending on your sound system, uh, there might be a delay. And then it's like if you have an optical sound... I remember there used to be like a specific thing where it's like if you have an optical or a very specific surround sound system or something, you know, paraphrasing from memory, uh, that you might need to set the delay differently because like the delay to your sound might be different. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, my question is, is that type of thing, is that type of thing, uh, like the way you have it hooked up, TV to... So consoles to TV and then TV optical out to soundbar optical in is that to mitigate the delay and number two is is that actually just the most common way to do it and no one was doing it the other way even if they had optical
0: that's a good question because like you couldn't hook up your xbox and your ps4 and your 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 blu-ray player optically to one sound system right because usually they only have like one port, right yeah so would you run HDMI from all those systems to the TV and then out through optical to your surround sound?
1: Because, like, the way I'm thinking of it right now is even with my with my situation, I have I have HDMI, so I have HDMI going into a uh, mixer, um, and then the mixer, or no, is it called a mixer? What's it called? Receiver, good lord. I have a receiver that receives all of my HDMI signals, and then it takes, there's one optical, or one uh, HDMI out, which goes to the television, and then there's a bunch of, like, copper out, to the different speakers in surround sound. And so that receiver receives the signal in and then splits the audio and the video up. Mm-hmm. Um, in your case with the optical out, your TV is your receiver. So even in like a professional setting, like in a professional system, like mine's like a consumer grade professional system, if you will. So, cause I'm not an audiophile. So like my receiver is like, just like how your TV is acting mm-hmm. where instead of me having a soundbar, I just have a receiver. And so, everything still gets centralized to one system and then outputted. I just think that it would be weird to have... Like, you would have to have multiple optical ins into a receiver and then also HDMI out? Like, it just seems messier. Like, I feel like maybe the consoles don't need the optical out and the TV should always have it. It just seems like a smarter decision, right?
0: Yeah. So, the reason I went with optical was simply because I'm out of HDMI ports. Right? Yeah. Um... I'm not sure if it has an auxiliary jack. I think it might, though. Probably does, right? Um, but the nice wait, wait. About what, what
1: has an optical? What what might have an auxiliary jack?
0: The soundbar. I'm pretty sure my TV does.
1: More than likely, I I can't remember to be honest.
0: But the nice thing about the optical is, it takes over volume control from the TV. Whereas before, you would have I would have to have like different remotes, right. Um, and here I just, like, I would have to have a remote for the soundbar and a remote for whatever else. Um, or for the, the normal channels and, and inputs and stuff like that. So now I can just use the, the remote that came with my TV on the soundbar and it takes care of everything else. And then everything's running to the TV.
1: And that's like, that makes sense because I, I, my receiver does the sound. In your case, your, uh, your tv i mean your tv kind of does the sound but it's like they're together they're synonymous right. now the the sound system and the other thing so like mine's just splitting it completely yours is ba- basically being put to, like they're all they're all together as one basically mm-hmm. when you plug in that optical yeah and but that's exactly what you need though is your termination point if you will yeah is your tv
0: um i just did some quick googling and it just it sounds like everyone's saying that optical does not introduce lag because it's literally a light signal, which is traveling at the speed of light. So it's, it's, it's like the fastest signal you can get. Um, they said that the lag is usually introduced through the TV itself.
1: That's what I was wondering is like obviously optical is like a fiber. Mm-hmm. And so you would think like the actual line itself has very little latency. But I always thought maybe the problem was that at, at the different ends, whether the, whether the processor that was taking that signal and processing it would take longer from light i just wasn't sure
0: i wouldn't be surprised if that has like changed nowadays you know yeah um one thing they did note is that the hdmi uh port and i believe the cable that these new consoles are shipping with will support like the latest um dolby atmos uh um sound and and stuff
1: like that so i mean i I think i think that was mentioned before that's pretty good
0: yeah, so just right here, it will we'll have HDMI 2.1, which outputs both audio and video up to 8K with Dolby Atmos. So, I mean, what more do you need than that? I mean,
1: the um, one of the things I wonder is, I wonder whether Sony is going to. I mean, I, this isn't really this isn't really an optical question, but I wonder, I wonder if Sony and uh, Microsoft. Well, actually, I don't know if Microsoft does this. So I can't really comment on that. But I wonder if Sony is going to allow you to use like a Bluetooth. Uh, audio accessory now. So I know that, like, I tried to use my Bluetooth, oh. and it was a Sony headset, but it wasn't a PlayStation headset, wirelessly. And I think I could get sound out. I'm not sure on that, but I definitely couldn't get microphone in.
0: Now, Bluetooth does have some lag, uh, at least Bluetooth 4. Uh, I think 5 is supposed to improve on that.
1: The thing is, though, is, like, you were already using Bluetooth with the speaker, or with the um The controller. controller, yeah. So then you're already introducing that lag anyway.
0: Yeah, so... And I didn't. I didn't actually know this. Um, there's some headsets out there that plug into the optical port of the console that a lot of people used, or not a lot, but a, a, a decent amount used. And um, Phil Spencer said that they talked with the manufacturers of those headsets, and, and I guess their understanding.
1: I guess I never really thought of that because I know that Aaron uses a a Turtle Beach where he has like the sound out. I never really thought of how to get. The sound out to a pair of headphones minus this gen where you can just do it via the speaker. Yeah, I never really thought of it. I guess that's but that's interesting.
0: I'd have to imagine you'd be hard pressed to tell the difference between even a standard auxiliary jack and the and a, and the optical. Now maybe the maybe the, the the audio files can tell. You know.
1: But also, like like some games certainly are tuned, but not every game is tuned to you know the audio fidelity of like a masterpiece. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of these yeah. games are the audiophiles would be driven mad if they were to be driven mad at all by just some games. Some right. games are not going to have that that audio engineering there. Especially indie games, they're just going to be using stock sounds. You know, right? Like yeah. there's stock sounds in Civ Six. Mm-hmm. Like I'm hearing the same sound sometimes. I hear truck start and stuff like that that i've definitely heard in other things before you know there's there's definitely going to be stock sounds like i mean unless those are tuned to perfection but Yeah. yeah it'd be interesting if it'd be interesting to know who uses optical like i i have a single optical cable somewhere that i've had once and i've never used it
0: well phil spencer commented on this and he said we also frankly know how many people use it uh today on the console um so we also kind of do the math and we have to put a part in every console that X percent of people use, is there a better place for us to spend that money if we can support it in different ways? So I just don't think there's enough people using it.
1: Yeah, honestly, I can't think of a single person other than you that uses optical and you don't even use it to the console. No. And I want to know how Aaron's headset works now. Must be HDMI? Or maybe it goes to the out of the TV or something. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't Out know. Out to the
1: TV, to a receiver, and then he has, like, a... I don't even know if they're wireless. I'm not, I'm not even sure, to be honest. Uh,
0: But he was using it on the 360. Did the 360 still have, like, um... What are they called?
1: RCA jacks. Yeah. Yeah, he, he had some sort of apparatus with that. I know that, where you, like, take them... Because you, you could just plug the yellow in, which is video. Yeah. And then you could take the white and the red, and you could... He, I think he plugged them both, or... You know, whatever. Either it was one of them or both of them for stereo sound, and he put them into something. Yeah. I wonder right, if I wonder if uh, I wonder if these uh, manufacturers of these headsets were so forgiving, because maybe this is kind of what triggered my Bluetooth idea. I wonder if they're going to be going all Bluetooth. Like, again, I don't know whether the Xbox accepts a random Bluetooth headset. I know that the PlayStation doesn't. Even if it's a Sony one. Like, mine was just a Sony Bluetooth headset. It didn't work. Really? It just, I hooked it up. Like, I only, I like, I have earbuds in that, but I was using my actual Sony headset, not a PlayStation one, hooked it up in Bluetooth. I believe the audio would work, but I was trying to get the, like, the microphone to work, because it has a microphone on it, and it wouldn't work.
0: That's kind of funny, because the PS3 did. Yeah, it's it, It's
1: weird. And so I'm wondering whether we took a step back, like uh, we took a step back. Maybe Xbox did or didn't. I don't know. We took a step back overall, and then maybe we're now going to be like, okay, oh my God. hey, let's let's bring let's bring Bluetooth audio and you know in and out back.
0: You know what? I bought those PlayStation branded headphones. Those were and, horrible, Ryan. And I had to plug in a dongle.
1: That's right. That is right. I forgot about that. And yeah. you have limited USB ports on a PlayStation Four. Very uh,
0: limited. Luckily, I had the PS4 Pro, which has one on the back, as well it's, as two on it's the front. Still,
1: it's still ridiculous. Like, what a weird thing to leave out. I mean, again, it's probably one of those things, right, where who's using that many USB ports? Like, there's obviously going to be a USB port free, you yeah. know? Like, I think there's two on the back of my Xbox One and one on the side. I only use the one on the side. Mm-hmm. And so that's, like, a part they could have left out for me, and I would never have noticed. Like, if they don't work right now, they may have never worked, and I would never know, because <laughs> I'm not right. going to use them.
0: Yeah. All right, Matt, that's all we got for this week. Um, Yeah, we were streaming on the Twitch, and we're doing some SimCity, and it's been great, so please join us over there at twitch.tv slash day1patchmedia.
1: We we had a record stream, didn't we?
0: Yeah, we had a record stream. Uh, No followers, unfortunately, but we had, I think, I think it was like 24 uh, unique streamers, which is is huge for us. (laughs) You know, so that was pretty good.
1: It's, uh... I think I think the city builders slash the strategy games might be a little niche we can carve out maybe, and OBS was insanely easy to set up. Mm-hmm. Like we we even got like the nitpicky stuff set up.
0: Yeah, I remember which, trying to use it years ago and it was it was really weird.
1: It's definitely come a long way because I used to use it for Let's Plays and it was a real pain. I remember like I lost several, several of my files just not knowing where it was. Like, oh, I outputted it and it worked, but where, where yeah. is this Let's Play file?
0: Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys later.
1: It's weird not having the music, right? Yeah. Peace.